Welcome to Wits and Worship, where worship is a lifestyle and not just a Sunday experience. Whether or not you lead worship in a church, we want to help deepen your relationship with God and discover what truly worshiping our Savior looks like day to day. Wits and Worship is brought to you by New Heights Collective in association with New Heights Church and New Heights Radio. Thank you for tuning in and listening, and we hope you have a blessed day. We are back to Wits and Worship. We are so excited to be back, and it's been a while. It's been like two or three weeks. It feels like it's been a month. It, it probably has been a month. Yeah. Yeah. Probably a month. But It's been four weeks. We've been really busy. It's been a month. It's been hard to... What to, have we been busy with? Oh, we've been busy with camp. I think in our last podcast, we talked about going to camp, and that's when... Corey and Ryan was with us. We talked about going to church camp wait, and leading worship wait. all week. They was with us or were with Did us? Did I say was? You said was. Mm. Mm. They were. They were with us, but I feel like Back they, when they was with us. They're always with us. <laughs> <laughs> In spirit. That's right. But. Camp was great. It was so fun. I had a good time. My first time at Camp Cowan. Yeah. It's a really yeah. cool camp. It I is. think I would have I would have loved going there growing up. Aww. It was fun. Except I didn't actually go when I was growing up either. I went when I was like a senior in high school. That was the first time I went. Then I regretted not going when I was younger. I didn't go there as, as a camper either. I went, um, I pretty much went just to lead worship. Like once I got out of school, um, I had, I, I would lead the junior um, high middler, whatever you want to call it, camp. Something and like, there's a lot of different camps. If, there. if you've never junior high midler, because there's a, there's a junior high, led, what is it? There's a, there's a junior high camp. There's a younger midler camp. There's so many there's, camps. Junior high one. That's what it was. Okay. Junior high one, which is a great camp. Um, I really like middle schoolers, man. Like <laughs> because I feel like that they're easy to to kind of like they'll 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 listen to you yeah. and they'll like kind of like allow you to to like teach them well you know what hey let's just let's just jump into it let's say what we're going to go over today well and, i'm uh, not done well we, you want to talk more about camp? i was let's, just gonna say like I, if <clears throat> if you've never led a, a whole week of camp before it's i was gonna say we can talk about all really this in hard. the rundown we could oh yeah that's true this is the rundown so like, what are we talking about today nick yeah well we got behind the creative the rundown diving in so before for the rundown we're gonna talk about Sunday morning as usual, and camp, and camp, and, camp. <laughs> and then behind the creative, we've got a surprise. Should Ooh. we say what we're gonna talk about? No, there's just wait just, for it. Yeah, you gotta okay. wait for it. Yeah, there's a surprise just, we got for behind the music. creative. We'll tell you that. Yes, yeah, music yeah. stuffs. And then diving in, I feel like that's a surprise. I feel like it, we it, shouldn't reveal it yet. Mm. It is a surprise, but it has. Maybe at this point, it's already out on social media. That's true. That's true. But it's still some maybe some people that are listening haven't checked that. Yeah, yeah, don't follow us on social media. Has to do with a book. Mm, mm. It does. Mm. So we have beyond the creative deals with music and diving into this with a book. Mm. Mm. And that's all you know for now. Yeah, and so, yeah. In case you're wondering who's speaking, I'm Nick. <laughs> hey, we Nick. got TK and Baker with us. Hey, so. At this Welcome. point, they should they should know it's us. Unless it's their first time listening. Yeah, this is Wits and Worship. This is yeah. a Wits podcast and done by New Heights Collective. Awesome. I think that's in the intro. It probably is. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what a great intro. We're rusty, but we're glad to be back. And this is the rundown. He'll use people that are right. He'll use people that are wrong. There will be people that are placed in your path that you've met in your life, and the only reason that you've met them is so God can use them to steer you to the cross. All right, so welcome to the rundown. Let's start with camp, and then mm. we'll, we'll hit that quickly, and then we'll go on to Sunday morning. Well, since I was talking about it, um, I'll just go first. Me and TK, so Baker... We had to leave for camp on a, on Sunday morning, so after church we had to like get all our stuff together, and um, camp was like two and a half hours away, so it was like a time crunch for us. Since we're a church plant, we're set up and tear down, and there was a lot to do on Sunday morning. Baker actually headed up early before us, and the night before you were up, you 
we went up there on Saturday to set a few of the things up, and then um, I went up even a little bit before you guys, but I was running late too. We were all running late <laughs> yeah. to get there Sunday afternoon. But Baker had pretty much everything set up by the time that we got there on Sunday morning, but he, he came back because he had to lead of worship course, yeah. Sunday morning. At- yeah, well, I, Corey was the only one that stayed up there. Ron, mm. Ron came back too. Yeah. Come on, Nick. It's not like your computers. I feel like the ding <laughs> is always in our podcast. But, but uh, Ryan had to go back because he had to drive kids to camp. Mm, so mm. he had to go back Makes to sense. his church on Sunday morning as well. And then, but yeah, we all went up there on Saturday, set up most of the stage and had things ran to where they needed to be and then plugged everything over into our stuff once you guys got there. Yeah. But then, then things still didn't work. The keyboard. It was, it was hectic it was, because. Yeah. TK and I were running late, mm-hmm. and I think we got there, and there was like an hour to like get everything completely set up, yeah. and then sound check, and like it was, it was crazy. crazy. It was. Um, we didn't even use tracks on the first day, no. but that's okay because we got it fixed, and then we had them for the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. But regardless of all of that, worship was great, yeah. and we had a really good team <laughs> that whole week. Yes. Um, we're actually playing three. again, huh? So we're playing again. We mm-hmm. are in October. We October got a gig coming 13th. up. We're doing a youth conference. Dare to share, dare to and share. we dare you to share this. Ooh, Ooh. Mm. sorry. Where gross. is it located? The shameless plug. It's in Breckenridge. Breckenridge. Breckenridge Missionary Baptist Church. It's in a town called Bolt, West Virginia. Bolt. It's right outside of Beckley. Yep. That's a cool name. Bolt. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And like, I think there's a. They said they are selling 500 tickets because that's about how many people you can fit in mm. that church building. And uh, who knows? I don't know. By the time we, you might be hearing this, if you wanted to go, it might already be sold out because they're already selling tickets. True. But, uh, but who knows? We m- who knows? Yeah. If you look it up and it's still available, you know, awesome. take your youth kids to awesome. that because it's going to be Even if it's awesome. sold out, still try to come. Because you never know what can happen. It's true. Um, yeah. I know the church is really, you know, they want as many people as possible mm-hmm. to be there. So even if it's sold out, I'm sure that there may be a way you could still come. Yeah. Um. So Nick, how was Sunday? Sunday? Yeah. Sunday, Sunday. Sunday was great. Um, we had everyone back. So we had a lot of people on staff that, that's been going on vacation and all that stuff. And it's, I feel like I've been the, cause Will's actually taken a lot of, you know, he, he's been on like business, you know, trips, I guess you want to say. And, uh, he's kind of like back in the swing of things. Mm-hmm. And then Jimmy, who is our weekend services director, that's the name I've given him. <laughs> that's which, the name you gave him, not, not his. Yeah. Official that's pretty name, mu- yeah. that's his role really. It's officially unofficial. Yeah, and if you don't have a weekend service direct- director, I suggest everyone to get one. Like find someone with those skills and give him the role. Let him just go with it cuz it's it's so helpful for a worship leader and for a pastor. There's a lot of things that can end up on our shoulders that we don't need on a Sunday morning and We've recently moved in, moved Jimmy into that role, and he's killing it. He's awesome. He's super encouraging, very energetic, and like just perfect for that job, especially with his um, like skills. Um, his skills fit that job and his strengths, so it's great. Um, but worship was awesome, man. Uh, and we were live this Sunday on Facebook, so if you want to check us out on our Facebook New Heights uh, New Heights Church Facebook account, you can go and watch our service live. Um, which we we rotate that every Sunday. Um, so next week, I think we got the Valley's going to be live. Yeet. Yeah, but let me look so at we, our set. Yeah, this this week, I know we have a little bit different stuff going on. Um, I'll just jump and say a little bit about last Sunday quickly and then jump into what I want to say for this Sunday too. Uh, last Sunday was rough. 
for me and my family because uh, we got like no sleep. Mm. I was at a wedding in North Carolina, but uh, you know, it's a commitment to the team and you want to show that you're committed to it and not be like, well, yeah, this is going on. Mm-hmm. But uh, And this was our first Sunday setting back up and I, I didn't want to be like, oh, hey, you have to set up this Sunday. <laughs> I ain't going to be there then. No, I wasn't. I didn't want that to happen or anything. And, uh, you know, it's it's good to be committed and not take too many Sundays off, too. I already know that there's something coming up this fall that I'm not going to miss a Sunday. But I didn't want it to be missing a Sunday just like a month ago. And then, oh, I'm going to miss this one, too. Um, but I, the, I left North Carolina at 10 o'clock at night. Drove three hours to meet my family in Greensboro, where at that point, my dad and I switched driving. I had driven those three hours. He had been taking a nap, sleeping a little bit up till then, and I meet them at one, and then we drive the rest of the four hours back, and we got back at 5.30 or so in the morning. When you got back, were you extremely exhausted, or were you just kind of like awake at that point? Oh, I was worn out, dead. I it's was hard to sing like that. Like, too. I I tried to sleep, like what they just said is you know they wanted me to try to sleep in the back seat of the car trying to get back to sleep. Hey, you got to sing all those songs. So just try to get some sleep. So I tried, but of course sleeping in a car is not too easy for me unless apparently I'm driving because I fell asleep driving once. That would have been an, that, that was another be reason why me, man. that was another reason That's why the they didn't want me to drive all the way back. Mm. I understand that because yeah. I mean it happened. I didn't want it to happen again and. uh I don't think it would have, because like my issue with driving in the day was the sun got in my eyes and I got tired. But I don't know. It, the risk would have been there, sitting in a car for seven hours by myself. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense. But we got back at 5.30, got to the church about 7.30, 7.40, set everything up, did the service, came back home and crashed after that. Mm. But it was, a, it was a, a little bit of an exhausting Sunday because of everything, but... Uh, it was still a lot of fun. Good. The team was amazing. Stepping up for any bit of lack of energy on my part, <laughs> awesome. but they they did good. And uh, as you can tell now, I have a little bit of the sniffles, probably because I didn't get good rest over the weekend. That'll do it. Yeah, yeah. it was a good Sunday. We um we just finished the series in in Jude. Mm-hmm. It was defenders and pretenders. Even though it was really short, I feel like all of them were really good. <sighs> yes, man, I June needs to be longer. I, I <laughs> we just go through the, it again. I love the cliff. Will said it last week. Okay, let's all turn to Jude two, first one, and then he paused and it's like, if you aren't laughing now, then you'll you'll laugh here in a minute because there's only one chapter yeah in jude and everyone's like oh haha it's so good though i mean i thought the the theme for the whole sermon too was went really well Mm -hmm. with with the book and yeah it's just really relatable jude is really relatable for Mm -hmm. all all of us i think defending for the faith um it's a good like a heart check go read it today because yeah, you can read it in one day. You can read it in five minutes. <laughs> not and even. You can also. <laughs> not even five minutes. <laughs> how many How many sermons were in Jude? Four? Five? Six? I think there were four. four. Yeah. Jinx. Yeah. That, that's like. So you can watch I'm them impressed. Yeah. Like that's really breaking it up. Mm-hmm. Four sermons. That's mm-hmm. awesome. I love this last week wrapping it up with the, doc, mm-hmm. the doxology as it is there. And then we all. I think. We all went into worthy your name after that. Yeah, you know he's and they're saying Perfect. he's deserving of praise there at the end to the mm-hmm. one who I can't think of the exact wording and phrasing and everything in the verse, but to the one who's worthy of these praise, be honor and glory to him forever, whatever. It That's a great there. song, man. And then going into that, I was like, this is when we got to that bridge. It's like these, this is what he's done for us. This is who he is. He's the author, maker, ransom, savior, and then boom. It was awesome. It was great. So how was your Sunday, TK? Solid, man. Nothing Huntington. to complain about. Like every every song was smooth. Handoffs were great. Um, message was really good. We did communion after that, which was awesome. Um, and then I felt like "Worthy of Your Name" was just like the the capstone of mm-hmm. like the whole series. So how was, uh, was awesome? What was the attendance? Because 
we always ask TK this because like Huntington's exploding right now, and you never know what you're gonna have. I think on we a had Sunday a lot morning. of people out yesterday. Really? Yeah, we had around 200. That's good. I yeah. think we did too. I, I don't. I don't know the number, but before before the the summer we were running around 250. Mm-hmm. And so I think yeah we've come down for the summer. So hopefully, yeah we're hopefully about we to get back in the fall. We're going to service. Two services here in September, the Milton campuses, and like we don't, we still don't have everyone there right now. Yeah. And once everyone comes together, I think we're gonna be about like two fifty. I wouldn't be surprised. Sure. Yeah. And like by the end of the year, like it would not surprise me if we're in the three hundreds. I think that's what we're shooting for is. Yeah. Being up there by then. So exciting! Oh yeah, Sunday morning we had a um, connections um, oh, yeah, yeah. day. Huh? You want to call it? Where we plug people in some life groups and also in any team because we're about to go to services. We need a lot more volunteers with setup and teardown and the collective and mm-hmm. what. So I've got I got a couple of people who who's signed up for like setup and teardown, which we really mm-hmm. need. Uh, like we've talked about before, I haven't had really a Sunday off and since I've started and. I wouldn't say a lot of it was for this reason, but, like, it has to do a little bit. Like, if I would leave, I don't know if anyone could really just, like, set up everything. Like, I I would be Mm -hmm. a little scared. And, like, so this next month, we're going to hit it hard and train a lot of people with setting up and tearing down. Like, if I'm not there, there's an emergency that that it can get done. And Mm -hmm. You work yourself out of a job. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a lot to do. It's like, but people, you know, we can do it. People just have to step up, and that's why connection. We had a connections Sunday is to kind of like. Hopefully, you'll have a lot of return from the people who said they were gonna. You know, did y'all like have anybody fill out anything or? How yeah, did, we had kind of like name, email, phone okay. number, that's so awesome. we can connect with them. Again, Jimmy is amazing, man. Like he did that whole thing. Like he, he, he was the. Because, you know, we had our stuff on Sunday morning, and he had all that set up. He printed out sheets for every group and every, like, team that, that was is involved in the church. That's like, awesome. our collective and, like, this, um, your production team and everything. Yeah. He had all the pins there. Like, we had finger foods after church. Like, it was mm-hmm. great. And, like, we didn't have to, to worry about that. Yeah, finger foods. Finger foods. <laughs> it was a good Sunday. Good community, like... So, so you want to look forward to this Sunday? See what we got going on yep. real quick, and then we can jump on to this music thing that we got to share with people. Um, so I know this week you guys are starting off with Fierce, both of you, I think, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I switched that up, and I'm going to start with This is Amazing Grace. Mm. Um, for what we're doing through the entire service, it works a little better. Um, then we have Drenched. Which I'm, I love that song. It's a great song. If you haven't heard it yet, go listen to it. Oh man, such a good song. Um, then we have been doing this, and we're switching it around in our service order too. Is instead of doing scripture reading after the second song, we're doing a confession and absolution every single week. Um, it's something one of the uh, future, I believe, future interns of the church wanted to do. We've been talking with. This guy, and he said that he wants to do an internship eventually. He did one before, but he wants to do it again. But, uh, Speaking of internships, we have some internships that are oh yes coming available at New Heights Church. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested in worship, leading worship, or anything, go check out our website and fill out an application. I think we're actually going to probably start pushing it this week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I know Will's made a video that just kind of details it. Mm. And so, I mean, you're welcome mm-hmm. to go in there and check it out now. It's newheightswv.com slash internships. We're so excited. Like, this is mm. what we yeah. love to do. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah. Mm. But he wanted to start doing this. And uh, he he loves church liturgy. And uh, so we've, we're looking at different ideas of things we can do. Do you do it every and, week? Yeah, we've been doing it every week. Um, we want to figure out how to get people more engaged in reading it because it's meant to be a uh, congregational congregational reading along of this and then a time of prayer and then a either scripture reference or something that's tying into what was read 
and then we go back into another song. It reminds um, me of the doxology song where everyone would stand up and sing. Yeah. Praise God from him. But we're not standing up. We're, we're telling everyone to sit down mm. so they can read it and then pray. Um, and after that, we got whole heart. Um, I think we're all doing that one. Mm. Yeah, we all have whole heart. And then uh, I know Nick and I have played around with the ideas of after that. Um, I don't know when you want to do the song. I know. Song I've song. been thinking about it and... I know, so we have the resurrecting planned after that. But I love uh, resurrecting. I, I, just, like, I love that song. Maybe at the end but, of the service. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm probably going to... Y'all talking about that other song, right? That yeah, we're going to be doing Psalm 51. So we're doing these psalms. Is that and, Shane and Shane, right? Yes. Shane and Shane, yeah. <clears throat> and through each week in the psalm series at Milton and the Valley... Uh, we're going to sing a song that relates to those psalms. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're we're doing a new it, we're starting a new series called yes. His Playlist, and it's in Psalms, like yeah. the Book of Psalms. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be exciting. Like I'm really excited to sing this song, especially after what our, our plan is to we'll basically do what we've been doing with our our break right before that of dismiss the kids, mm-hmm. uh, have everyone greet one another. And then I will we'll get the stage set up for the sermon. But I'm going to go into the song. I'll set it up, read the scripture, read Psalm 51 all the way through, and then play the song, and then pray, and then Jeremy's just going to jump right into his sermon right there. Um, he, I think that's going to be really cool. I've been thinking, like, to ask Will mm-hmm. to maybe tie it in with his sermon, like, where I can come up and actually sing like during the song, the sermon? yeah, like mm-hmm. during the sermon, and like cool. make it part of the cool. sermon instead of like yeah. doing it. Like we can, I can keep my set the same, but just doing the song doing during the, the sermon. I feel like that would make a little bit more sense yeah. because it. I don't know how to explain it, but more so like it's more intentional that we are actually singing a song, a, mm-hmm. the same song. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I might ask him about it. I think, like I've, we've talked about it before, kind of like doing that. But y'all, I mean, we're going to have all these sermons online mm-hmm. and like this one is really exciting. Um, wait, wait a second. This is a uh, Huntington's week to be web. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. How so, are we going to do that? Should, are we both going to film? So no, we're only going to film one. Okay. And then we're going to do audio for all of them. Okay. Yes. Or at yeah. least audio for I mean, yeah. if, if are y'all two y'all, are y'all We're doing both the same doing, thing? So we should probably film. So you can just rotate audio if you want. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, yeah, we'll just film one, and then but we'll have both series because we're doing good cop, bad cop series in Huntington. Yeah. Explain that. Explain that because that's really cool too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're looking at um, maybe kind of like the culture behind like man, why you mm-hmm. chose to do it. I can't remember what. Let me look up and see if I can pull up. I think I've got the scripture on here. Yeah. So it's in um, Colossians. Both Sundays are, and um, one Sunday Ryan's preaching, one Sunday Stephen's preaching, so they're going to do kind of a good cop, bad cop kind of breaking up the text in Colossians. So I think it'll be fun. We'll see We'll see what happens. Do you know the text in Colossians? Yeah, so the first week is Colossians 3, 1 through 11. The second week is Colossians 3, 12 through 17. So it's Colossians 3, 1 through 17 is the total text for both of those Sundays. I'm going to look that up real fast. And then the next Sunday, for us, because y'all have three Sundays in Psalms, right? Our third Sunday is called Sober Sunday, Mm. and it's going to be focused on recovery, because that's Mm. huge in Huntington, so. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think it's perfect for your community at this time, too. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah, like... But all of these sermons should be on the app and website, at least. mm -hmm. If if there's not the video, you at least have the audio to listen Mm -hmm. to. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it just shows you, like, how... Sometimes you have to gauge your how your culture is too. We're we're planning on doing like this Psalm series, his playlist, like all mm-hmm. as one church. But the original kind of like thinking, because yeah. uh, these are standalone. It was intentionally. It was initially to be intentional about a standalone of three separate sermons mm-hmm. series ideas or whatever you want to call them mm-hmm. and then will and jeremy were like well i'm doing i'm doing psalms which one are you doing 
Psalms. Uh, 51. <laughs> no way. What about the next week? 95. No. Yeah. Then last 23. You got to be kidding me. How are we doing the exact same thing? <laughs> I'm really excited about that. The Psalms, his playlist. Mm-hmm. Like, aren't you doing series. it again the next time we do? Yeah. Stephen so Christmas? I think we're going we're like to do it December, for Christmas. Maybe? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and I think it's going to be great because, um, you know, we might end up writing like some Psalms like ourselves as yeah. a collective. And like since our church is very heavily in like worship and, and songs and everything because we, we take it, you know, serious. And but like that's what's exciting about it, mm-hmm. I think. And, you know, the Psalms are great, man. And I think it's going to be a good like brand for our church. Sure. I wonder, I don't know what we're doing in December because we may do the same thing mm-hmm. y'all are doing. Or I we think may that's do something the, different. the but... goal or plan, but we I don't know. We could write a Christmas song. Yeah. Uh, we could. Or, I don't know. But we should write songs in, from Psalms. I agree. You, totally. you know what? It also ties into the last song of this Sunday is a New Heights Collective original. Yep. Forevermore. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but you know what? This all ties into something else. Ooh, wow. Does it? What a transition. This is a great transition. It was just like you said that. And I was like, oh, this is great. What's so, it tie into, Baker? Well, we're talking about next and behind the creative. So, you know what? I just want to wait a second and uh, not say what's about to happen. But you're about to hear something right now because we're going into Behind the Creative. Behind the Creative. Behind the Creative. There it is, folks. You heard it for the first time. What was that, Baker? What, what did they just hear? That was a little clip. A little snippet. A little snippet. Sneak peek. Of the next single. Disclaimer, it's halfway unmixed. I mean, yeah. we obviously try to make it sound good while we're working on it. Yeah. But we just finished tracking all of the instrumentation this week. And then over the next few weeks, we'll be recording vocals for it. Good mm-hmm. old Nicholas Sampson. Well, it, Samson, it's, it's getting Samson, close, man. Like, Samson, Samson, we'll Samson. have it out in a month. Yeah, yeah. So that's exciting. Yeah, no, no not an actual date. Yeah, there's not a date because we'll probably pick a date within the next week or two. Yeah, yeah. How many times have we pushed this back already? Yeah, that's why we don't pick a date. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been, it's just been crazy. The yeah. summer is like, yeah, the summer is tough to to get a lot of stuff done because we're traveling and a lot of different things in the church. Mm-hmm. But I'm really excited I would, I would about say, this song. I definitely think September is feasible so i think i think this song is unique in the it's way very unique especially to what we've previously recorded and released from the collective mm-hmm. everything is so different this new album is just it's gonna so have a different. little bit of everything yeah it's got and a little you know, turn while we were at our staff retreat uh one of the questions that came up was so what's the plan for the next album so we talked a little bit about it then and uh it's it's going to be different from the first one uh, by a good bit. Um, in a good way, I think. In a good way. So just to put this out here, the goal as of now is summer of next year. And uh, so it's a little ways away, but it's going to be done then and it's going to be pretty cool. I think you guys are going to love it because um, we've been working really hard. We have some really good songs. And we're actually having to cut some songs. Yeah. Yes. So that's tough. Yeah. You know, because obviously we like them because we mm-hmm. wrote them, but we want them to be cohesive in yeah. nature with the album. We've got a theme. I don't know if you want to tell them what the theme is. It's actually the title of one of the songs, which may end up being the title of the album. Yeah. Go ahead, tell them. Baker. But Nick wrote the song. He did. You want me, you want me to tell him yeah, the song? Yeah, you tell him. The song is called Up to the Mountain. That's not, no. no, that's not what we're talking about. What are we talking about? The title of the album. Like the, album. the theme of the album. That's, dang it, now they know the title of the next song. Well, that, I feel, <laughs> I feel we would, I figured we would say the, the title of the song. Oh, well, yeah, that, yeah, that's, that's well, fine. That's true. But also, like, <laughs> the album. You tell them, TK. Baker. Okay, I'll just do this. We're, we're doing this because nobody knows. No, we actually do know. We, do, we know. Maybe Nick doesn't know. 
He, he, he does. I feel, I feel he like does. I've talked a lot, though. Yes, he does yes, talk a lot. So, Nick wrote this song a while back, month, two months ago. Phenomenal more? song. Phenomenal song. And wait for it. he showed it to us, and we're like, there's no way you wrote that. Because that's yeah, stupid Yeah, it, it sounds like a it's, song that's it already It sounds exists. like it's like... Elevation, Passion, or Hillsong should be doing this, or vert- any, any give, of the I'll give you my top. inspiration for it. How about that? All right, give us inspiration, then yes. we'll, we'll, then so, we'll all right, tell the name. It, tell this it. year, our church has been through so much. So much. Um, I won't go into, like, everything, but we've had a lot of change. There's been... it's it, There's been good change. Uh, it Really good change. Um, a lot of it... Um, like a lot of it is from like our Huntington campus. And I think mm-hmm. that we, we've really seen God just really move in the city of Huntington and how our, our Huntington campus is really like reached out to the community um, and just be a light mm-hmm. for Jesus and show love, uh, show the love of Christ. And we, as of you know, some of you, I don't know where you're listening from, but Huntington is like very um, impressed with with a drug epidemic, and I, I, you might have seen like the heroin series on Netflix, but it's pretty bad. But we have a lot of people in Huntington who is recovering from drugs or whatever it may be, and we've really ministered to that community and God. You know the harvest was ready, and and when you start, when you just take the step and follow, follow the will of God, and go and reach people for the gospel, like God will increase it because you are you're doing what He says, you're obeying His commands, and you know it, it, it might take a little bit, but we've seen the Huntington campus mm-hmm. just explode because we saw the need, and we just had to take a leap of faith, and. I'm not kidding you. Like every week, you're seeing like a testimony of what God is doing in the hearts of the community of Huntington. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're seeing baptisms like every week. Yeah, and, we we've joked that you know, you know, sometimes you say, well, we were talking about this at our campus meeting of we're we're considering and most likely going to be doing communion every single week. Mm-hmm. And then one of the arguments was, you know, like sometimes we say that doing communion every week then it loses. It's, you know, a little piece of specialness or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can't think of the word I need to say right there. Um, yeah, but then it's you know, the same thing about baptism. You're like, well, if you're not, if you baptize every week, then it's like, oh, it's just another baptism. And then, But that's usually that's never, never the case. It's never the case. With a like, baptism. Either way, like, neither of those things should ever have that. And I think uh, we said it at Stafford Trees, like, if that happens. It's a heart problem. To quote John Christ in his little NASCAR video, check your heart. <laughs> yeah, check your heart. And I mean, it's one of those things, because you got to think, if you're if you're reaching people, and you have new, new people coming to church, and new people accepting Christ, then every time you do communion, there's people who may have never done it doing it for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's awesome. Like, yeah. if yeah. you only do it every six months, then maybe you're having new believers in your church that, like, aren't getting to experience mm-hmm. the joy and renewal of what communion can bring, mm-hmm. and um, you know, and and I mean, I, I guess in some sense it could become very ordinary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the fact that you know you've got a church of a hundred people that never reaches the community, mm-hmm. and those same hundred people do communion every single time, mm-hmm. then you know, hopefully it wouldn't become just like a thing that we do. Like mm-hmm. hopefully it would like, be special, but in that situation, I can see where that would happen. But when you're reaching yes. new people. And your church is growing, and you're seeing people reached in your community. Mm-hmm. Then I think communion, just like baptism, is insane every time because yeah. it, it means something different every time you do it yeah. to the people in your congregation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of blown away by just what God is doing, and it's not just in Huntington, but I feel like it's it's all of our campuses mm-hmm. um, in different ways and how God is working. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've seen so many baptisms and. I we were we had a uh, was it family day? It was family day. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We we started off with a baptism. At, at, family day is where we you kind of like all of our campuses get together. We have a huge worship service, and um, but we started off with a baptism, and then 
after we had the baptism, we came into um, into the auditorium to start worship. And once everyone got in there, we had a, a baptism video, and I made the baptism video. I had to edit all of our baptisms and put them all together. And like I was just blown away by how many Huntington baptisms we've had. <laughs> and it's... It, that was two months ago, and there's been a lot more since then, Oh, too. yeah. It's crazy. And, you yeah. know... And I'm going to have to do some more um, edits, yeah. make some more baptism videos. But it was probably one of the, the coolest like videos I've got to make and most inspiring and just mm-hmm. very Holy Spirit. Like I had a, a Holy Spirit moment <laughs> when I was making them because I was like, man, it's just there's so many people mm-hmm. that like and, I, and I'm just going to say this out, you know, if I'm really going to speak my heart about the situation, like. There's people that you would never think God would would change, mm. and He does. Mm-hmm. Like, and I feel like that's the type of people God wants to change. Is people who are the the ugliest and dirtiest and like people. Like that's a God. That's the people that God you know wants to do a work in. Like mm-hmm. none of us are are good, and we all suck <laughs> and fall mm. short of the glory. But seeing that just inspired me to write a song um because we've branded our like baptisms like death to life so like whenever we show baptism videos it's branded death to life because that's what it represents is god takes takes your old self buries it and you're raised into a new life and that song is called death to life and it speaks all about Mm -hmm. all about that and i talk about how um, I use a lot of like, like metaphors, I guess you want to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like God changed water into wine. Um, he changes our heart of stone, a heart of flesh. Like I use a lot of that in the song just to represent like what he, what he's mm-hmm. done in our life. He's, he's, he's taken us from death to life. And I'm so excited because I think that this song's really going to speak to our church. And it's definitely going to speak to the Huntington campus because it's just, that's that's what's happening. Yeah, like crazy, sure. and um, that's really exciting. So, I think, and then like you know, the entire album is going to be based around that kind of idea too. Of, mm-hmm. I think that's going to be the name the of death. the. Yeah, that's what we were saying. It yeah, was, we just got to the name yeah. after all this time, but it's a good thing that we you know, we're telling the story of it. And so, I think the album "Death to Life," if that is what we decide to go with. And uh, it's the song's going to be great. I, I think the songs that we already have go towards that. You of know? course. Um, when you can always relate it. Because, I mean, Death to Life is, mm-hmm. the, is the story. Yeah. It's it's you know the gospel. Yep. And so, I mean, it, you can relate anything to it if you had to. You, know? you really could. You, could. you know, maybe like one or two ways of connection. Um, <clears throat> and so, but, you know, hopefully we'll kind of at least kind of have a, a theme. I'm or, so excited, you man. You lay out throughout the album of, about that transformation. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. God made a way, man. That's another good one. He's always faithful. Yes, he is. I'm so excited for this album. So, And in Death to Life, we found freedom. freedom. Oh, man. There you go. <laughs> you know what? You know what's good about all this? What? It's all because he lives. <laughs> See, like... And then we can go up it's to defi- the mountain and worship him. It's definitely Woo! a Holy right. Spirit-driven... Like, we've just honestly followed what God... Like, when you follow God... Like, not, it's not all the time going to be, like, this Holy Spirit, like, spiritual moment. Like, we're commanded to obey God, and it's not always going to be sunshine and rainbows. But in the midst of following God, the Holy Spirit really can overtake you, and His presence can really be made known in your life. And, like, I feel like this album is is becoming very Holy Spirit-driven, just Mm-hmm. By us being kind of like faithful to to God, He's taken that and then really like opening up, like and doing doing like crazy things with it. So you know, speaking of being faithful to God, mm-hmm. you know, God can place things on people's hearts in different times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm killing these transitions. The, the Baker's the transition he, he man. The, I the love transitions. transitions. Um, but you know, like you could be, you know, at a worship conference yeah. you feel the desire and need to chase something differently mm-hmm. 
Yeah, like happens, maybe man. you haven't been chasing the right things. Mm-hmm. Been there, done that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, let's let's dive into this next thing. So here's diving in. Diving in. I'm really excited about this last segment, diving in, because TK has something he wants to share with you. Um, so share it, TK. What do you got? I'll start from the beginning. All right. Mm-hmm. April 15th, 1991. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. What a day. Not not, not that beginning. Um, he was born. Where, yeah, you got to so, say where you're at and yeah, everything. I got you. So in the beginning... Was the word... <laughs> Was the word. There are so many good beginnings. <laughs> I, I want to write a book now called "Good Beginnings." <laughs> good and bad beginnings. And just talk. There's so many beginnings. Ooh, like, if you want to start from the beginning, you could start so many places. Mm-hmm. That's a good quote. Mm. All right, here we go. So last May, I went to a worship conference called Lift in Atlanta with Travis, Nick, and. Was, did Chris Mercer go to Bingo? Ben went. Okay. But Chris went to Atlanta with us when we recorded that. That's album. right. That's why I was... I, yeah. I, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So, me, Nick, Travis, and Ben. Um, Travis, obviously, um, has left New Heights to um, start a revitalization of Lincoln Baptist Church, which is awesome. Um, ben is still a part of our Taze Valley worship team. Of course, Nick leads worship in Milton. We we went to a Lift Conference, which is a worship leader conference in Atlanta that Passion puts on. And while we were there, I was standing. I can literally see myself standing in this position, like it's what, mm. like I, it was. It was so clear, listening to music, singing, worshiping, and I was hit with the question, "What am I chasing?" And I don't know why that popped into my head. I'm not really sure what song we were singing or what was going on, um, but I'll. The question just popped in my head, what am I chasing? And uh, when I thought about it, I realized that I was chasing a lot of things I shouldn't be and and spending my time and efforts in ways that probably weren't the best um, and and most effective for my walk with God and my relationship with my wife and and just kind of leading a life that would be fruitful in all those areas. And so I was really chasing my career, chasing my job. I was spending so much time... Like, honestly, on, on the music side of my career, studio stuff, like trying to get clients, trying to work with bands, setting up meetings. I mean, I, I had spent a lot of money on promotional materials to go and set up and, and go to these events and try to get people to come to the studio and record. And I was spending so much time doing that that I was really neglecting um, my relationship with God and, and trying to spend time with charity. And so when I came back from the conference, um, I just wanted to change that and I thought about writing these ideas down and 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 writing this book um to really hone in on what I was thinking and hopefully be helpful for me and I know it has been because every time I've sat down to edit this book like it's I mean you can even ask charity I'll be sitting around reading it and editing it I'm like man that's really good Mm. like not like saying that what I'm writing is great But, but like it just like affects me and, and makes me want to be a better person. And that's really cool. Um, so like, even if, you know, nobody ever gets this book or reads it or likes it, like it's, it's been huge for me and I'll continue to read it and learn from it. I think people are going to like it. I hope so. Dude, um, I, I am so excited to read this. I, I actually today pre-ordered a copy and if you pre-order it, you get a coffee mug, but like, I'm mm-hmm. so excited. I've, I've told so many people about it. I told my cousin about it and he wants to read it. Nice. So that's awesome. Yeah. So today, Tuesday, um, I told the world about it. I've, I've kind of been keeping it a secret, not telling too many people just because I didn't know when I was going to get it done, didn't know when it would be out. Um, and so a lot of people have known about it, um, <clears throat> but not that many. And today I posted a video just kind of talking about it, um, made the pre-order available. So if you want to get a copy of it and want to check it out, you can go to whatarewechasing.com, pre-order it. If you pre-order it by September 1st, like Nick said, you can get a deal that has a coffee mug with it and, and save it's some cool money. coffee yeah. mug too. I li- it's simple, man. I love simple. it. Like it, it really is. It's so it's easy to like grasp too. Mm-hmm. You talking it's, about the coffee mug or the? <laughs> I was talking about the coffee mug. Not oh, the book, you talking? You can hold. I kind of zoned out because okay. I was looking at the book and because yeah. I have it in my hand right now, and I was just like, man, I was just thinking like, it's such an easy read mm-hmm. and so easy to make it like make it. What's the word? 
personal personal to your life yep. and apply it to your life like that that's one thing I wanted to do when I set out to write it like um like it, I wanted it to be very relatable mm-hmm. and easy to read like I'm I'm not much of a reader like I, I don't really enjoy just sitting mm-hmm. down and reading a bunch of books um and and so um like I wanted to make it uh, like a quick read and an easy read for people who may not enjoy reading but you know I, I mean, I honestly think, you know, reading these types of books, whether it's Francis Chan or mm-hmm. um, anybody like that who writes stuff like that. Like, I've read several of, of, of books from him and from other people who have, you know, been really impactful for my life. Mm-hmm. I just don't like reading. Um, and so I wanted to make it, you know, easy for people to read like that and also make it really relatable um, where people could kind of see my journey as I'm growing um, through these mm-hmm. things. And so here, I'll read the back so people can know what it's about. Yeah, and after you read it, I have a really cool quote I wanted to to shoot your way. So I've actually got two designs here in front of me. One is the first one that Aubrey Meadows did. Um, She did a killer job. I was kind of going for a crazy love vibe, and it looks just like crazy love, and it's awesome. And then, I don't know, it was like eight or ten months later where I kind of picked it back up to finish it, and Charity was like, you know, you you might want to go for like a more modern-looking design. Mm. And so I got in touch with um, our designer for a lot of church stuff, um, Dustin Harper, and he knocked it out of the park. So mm-hmm. that looks great, um, we kept the design that Aubrey had on the back, and then Dustin did the front with the picture. I really like the design on the back, too. Mm-hmm. But the back says, um, one, of the, one of the main focuses that I've got, which is at the top of the back, says, Chase What Matters. Um, and that's kind of the the theme of the book. Um, that's what the coffee mug says. Um, I've actually got bookmarks too that people will get when they get the book. So Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They look pretty cool. Next thing, yes! They're kind of like the, the design of the book and it says Chase What Matters at the top and it's got the little arrows at the bottom of it. Um, but it says, it's what you're chasing in life causing you to feel frustrated and exhausted. No matter where we are at in the different stages of life, we chase things. And most of us chase the wrong things with the wrong purpose. Until we fully understand why we should be chasing or not chasing the things in our life, we won't be able to experience the reward of spiritual renewal that proper chasing provides. Are you fully chasing God with everything in you? Couples, are you passionately chasing your spouse and your family? Singles, are you frustrated with constantly chasing after relationships or happiness outside of a relationship? Sadly, most of us, including myself, aren't great chasers. It takes time, effort, and patience. But God created us to be great chasers, and it's only when we focus on Him and take a step back and get a clear vision that we can become better chasers. Boom. You know what? Just reading that, there was something in there that hit me. What's that? I'll keep it to myself. Oh. But... Mm-hmm awesome i want to read uh a quote that you have what page on is it on it, it is on page 90 that's not gonna be helpful because it's like, we, like we discussed you have a different version so yeah that's all right you well just... it's probably close to around there let's see is it the same 90 D- is it is formatted? it this one be diligent nope it's it 90. starts with his desires at 90 so the way that tk kind of formatted this too is a lot if you if you've read um vertical church where it has some quotes in there. TK has some quotes from um, different chapters in the book, whatever, where he's at, um, he's put in there that I think are really helpful to just get a good grasp on what he was talking about in that maybe mm-hmm. section or something. I love that. But here's one of them that I think is really cool. It says, his desires outweigh... Let me start over. His desires outweigh our decisions his purpose outweighs our plans. In keeping God the center or the subject, we are forced to rely on what God is doing and wants rather than what we are doing and want. And I think that kind of wraps up the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and that like that, that came out of a, um, a really cool thing that I describe. It's on that same page, like the actual text of the book. In that quote, it says, <clears throat> In keeping God the center or the subject... And what I mean by that is, um, I think a lot of times we ask ourselves, why should I chase God? Hmm. And I think if we ask ourselves that question, then we're in the wrong mindset because it's about us chasing God. When I think we should ask ourselves, why does God need chasing? Because then God is the subject and God is the Mm -hmm. focus rather than making us the focus. I think if we can ask ourselves, why does God need chasing? Then I think it gives us a greater purpose to chase Dude, that's great. I I totally agree with that because... God, you know, just thinking, like, that's our whole reason. Like, we're here to give God the glory and praise. And, like, why does he need chasing? Because he's the only thing worth to be chased after. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. That's great, man. I, I love it. I'm so excited. I think there's going to be a lot of one-liners in here for you all. Like that would actually make a huge <laughs> impact in your life. Like I can I can see a lot of things sticking with a lot of people. You showed me like a lot of different quotes that you'd want to yeah, have on. I just made a, a list of quotes because Dustin's going to help me design some graphics that I'll be posting up until the release that have like these one-liner quotes on it because oh, that's great. Man, they're like mm-hmm. like they're things that like I I love create creating these things. I think even Stephen Furtick calls them this. No, I think Will calls them this because he puts them in the sermon. He calls yeah. them sticky sayings. Yeah, sticky sayings. Yeah, and yeah. like. Um, like I, I love coming. Will's up. not gonna be happy that you just. No, I'm, I'm so sorry, Will. I did, I did not mean that in a bad way, because I mean that, that's one reason I love Stephen Furtick. You know, like, you know, he he had he he has a different preaching style than obviously you know we kind of approach at New Heights. Mm-hmm. But one reason that a lot of people like him is he's really relatable and he creates things that help you remember things, sticky sayings mm-hmm. or alliterations or stuff like that. And I love that about him. And so um, I'm that way myself. Like I love coming up with analogies or, mm-hmm. you know, ways to relate mm-hmm. things. So it's easy for me to remember. Um, and like sticky sayings is something that helps me because it's, you know, things that I can hopefully remember to put to use in my life. If you're a creative person too. Like if you're in, if you were a worship leader, I'm sure you can relate because I feel like if you're creative, you're a lot like that geared that way. Yeah. Like TK is literally like a walking, sticking, sticky saying. Like <laughs> I was about to say walking wizard because I like alliteration. Walking. Ooh. Walking. Hey, walking That's perfect. Walking wizard. Um, but you got anything else to say? Let's wrap it up. I don't think so. I mean, be sure to grab your copy if you, like I said, if you purchase it before September first, you can do the pre-order special, mm-hmm. which is the Wait, book. First or fifteenth? The first. It oh. releases on the fifteenth, but you pre-orders got to be uh, by the first, so I can okay. make sure I get get them all in. Um, but if you order it by the first, you can get the book and the coffee mug, which would normally be twenty six bucks for nineteen ninety nine. And you can pick it up at the release, or we can ship it to you, whichever you prefer. That's awesome. And also, please. Um, Go and follow us, um, New Heights Church or New Heights Collective, mm-hmm. on pretty much every platform. Um, and we're the song's going to be released super soon, mm-hmm. up to the mountain. So be ready for that. Um, and next I, summer, be looking for the album. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna keep. We got a couple more songs we're gonna release. So um, be awesome mm-hmm. if you follow us. We're going to do a little bit better on our social media so we can kind of keep you in the loop of what's going on. Yeah, after this crazy summer, it's been bad. It it really (laughs) has been. Um, But we love you all. Thanks for tuning in to Wits and Worship. We will see you next week. See you. See you. Thanks for listening to Wits and Worship. Be sure to check out past episodes and subscribe to the podcast. For more information about New Heights Collective or New Heights Church, please visit newheightswb.com.